Thank you for visiting the website of the Laurel Heights Church of Christ in McAllen, Texas. You may have picked up something about us in listening to these audio recordings or watching our live stream. We preach and teach from the Bible. There is not a Laurel Heights manual of faith or creed book. There's not some big book of rules written by men somewhere else that we ordered and that we follow. We just use the Bible. I want to talk to you about that. At the beginning of this year, 2021, we set out some goals for us to embrace and pursue from the book of Philippians here at Laurel Heights. We presented to the church goals for this year from Paul's letter to Philippi, love that abounds more and more with knowledge and all discernment. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. And then we presented this goal in Philippians 4 and verse 9, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. May I call your attention to that last one. In Philippians 4 and verse 9, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Let's put some context with that. The full verse is, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. That's Philippians 4 and verse 9. Look at this carefully. Paul is saying that what he taught, that they had learned, what he gave them that they had received, and what they saw in him was to be their standard because he was an apostle of Christ sent by God with this message, this standard, this way of life. And practicing these things would ensure that the God of peace was with them. Paul's message and Paul's work was not an independent human source of religious teaching and practice. He gave them what God wanted them to have. He was an apostle. Let me say again, Paul is saying that what he taught that they had learned, what he gave them that they had received, And what they saw in him was to be their standard because he was an apostle of Christ. Someone may say to us as members of the Laurel Heights Church, why do you read and follow the New Testament? Why are you concerned about doing things scripturally? We believe the apostles of Christ were given the truth, and when that truth, the gospel message, is proclaimed, It should be obeyed initially in repentance and baptism, and then after baptism, Paul says, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. What things? The things written in the New Testament, given through the apostles. So we we do not have a written, published Church of Christ manual of faith that somebody put together, because we already have one from God, Through the apostles, it is the New Testament. And the importance of this is reflected in Paul's statement in Philippians 4, 9. Practice these things, do these things, the things delivered through Paul.
and the God of peace will be with you. If I want the God of peace in my life, I need to get serious and stay serious about the teachings and examples given through the Apostle Paul and the others that we have documented in the New Testament. Listen again. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Why do we follow Scripture? Why do we have this persistent interest in reading, studying, teaching, and preaching nothing but what is contained in Scripture? We want the God of peace to be with us. To this, one might reply, this is just one verse. Are you basing your commitment to Scripture and Bible authority on one verse? Well, we could. What is written here has sufficient clarity to tell us how we can have the peace of God in our lives. But this is one of many passages calling upon Christians to follow the teachings revealed by Jesus Christ and the apostles. I want to give you five other passages that lead us to the same conclusion. Five other passages that lead us to the same conclusion. I hope you have your Bible. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. That's going to be the last paragraph in the book of Matthew. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Listen now carefully to verse 20. Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. People sometimes ask, why do you just follow the Bible? All your talk of being scriptural, Bible authority, what is that all about? Here's what that's about. Jesus said, teach them to observe all that I have commanded you. He wanted the apostles to deliver to Christians what he wanted Christians to do, to observe. After they're baptized, they are to observe all that Christ commanded. In all that we believe, teach, and practice, in how we live our individual lives, in what we do as a group, in how we manage our marriages and families, we are reverently mindful that Jesus gave commandments to be observed by Christians. He said, teach them to observe all that I have commanded you. That's what we want to do. And those commandments of Christ have been revealed on the pages of the New Testament. Turn, secondly, to Acts chapter 2. I'm going to begin at verse 38. Acts chapter 2. I'm going to begin at verse 38. Peter had preached the truth about Jesus Christ, and people said, what do we need to do? And Peter said to them, I'm at Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized every one of you 
in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, and all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. You know this was a decisive event. Jesus told the apostles to wait in Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit fell on these men, the apostles, and they preached the gospel of Christ. Many were baptized, but then what? After baptism, what were they to do? What are we to do after baptism? It must not escape our notice here. They devoted themselves to the teachings of the apostles. That devotion to the teachings of the apostles is what we want to do today at Laurel Heights. The teachings of the apostles in the New Testament, that's our guide. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, I want to read verse 17. Paul said, to those in the church at Corinth, this is why I sent you Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach them everywhere in every church. In Corinth, the church was divided by jealousy, envy, no mercy, human wisdom, it was almost like the statement in Judges in the Old Testament that I preached about a few weeks ago, that everyone was doing what was right in his own eyes. How do you get people back together, united? Paul said, this is why I sent you Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach them everywhere in every church. There was one way, folks one doctrine, one message, one set of instructions to be followed in every church. Let me put a fine point on this. It is not one church telling other churches what to do. It is all churches letting the apostles tell them what to do. Through their oral instruction back then and today, documented on the pages of the New Testament. 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 and 2. Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you were doing, that you do so more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. How clear is that? Notice what this is about. It is about how we ought to walk and to please God. 
How do we know what we ought to do as individuals and families and within the framework of our local church work? There is a body of instruction given by the Lord through the apostles, and we have it in the New Testament. This is why we follow the teachings of the New Testament. Jesus said we are to observe his commandments in Matthew 28. Acts 2.42 says that those first Christians were devoted to the teachings of the apostles. Paul told the Corinthians, this is what we teach everywhere in every church. And this passage says we ought to walk and to please God based on our knowledge of what the apostles revealed. I take you now to 2 John 9. Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. Listen to this in another translation, the New American Standard. Anyone who goes too far and does not remain in the teaching of Christ does not have God. The one who remains in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. That's what we want to do at Laurel Heights. We want to remain, we want to abide in the teaching of Christ. That's simple enough, isn't it? But now for clarity. The one who does not remain or abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Where should I live my life? In the teaching of Christ. Where should the work of a local church find its authority and instruction and direction? In the teaching of Christ. So, let's go back to what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4 and verse 9. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. If I want the God of peace to be with me, I'll read and study the New Testament. I want preaching and teaching from the New Testament. I want to abide in the teaching of Christ. Whatever you are doing now in your beliefs and practices, please make certain the New Testament is the basis for what you're doing, how you treat people, how you manage or respond to family responsibilities, how to pray and worship, how you connect with the local church where the New Testament is the standard, your heart, your attitude, your words, your life. Paul says, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. I want to say to you finally, the Bible is more than a reference book that you pull off the shelf occasionally to check something. It is the story of who God is, his love toward man, his plan to save us from our sin and equip us for good living. It is the story of Jesus Christ who was sent by God, who volunteered to show us the way and to die for us so that we could access the way out of sin to good living and then to heaven. The Bible tells us all of that good news, then tells us how to respond, to believe and obey, to practice these things, and the God of peace will be with us. Thank you.